welcome to the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Casey. Last week we took a closer look at Chalk Zone, one of the most unique Nicktoons we've looked at yet. We deviated a bit from our typical Twitter poll this time, asking you to tweet at us what you would create if you had magic chalk like Rudy. We did get one really interesting response from Cam at CamelDude67. He said, I'd create an electricity generator that doesn't need any fuel to run, which I thought was just so smart, honestly. Made made my roller coaster look so selfish and just, just changing the world there, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of you guys seem to click our poll options, but only a few of you actually tweeted at us. So maybe, I don't know, are you guys just not creative enough to tweet at us? Are you scared of us? I don't know what's up, guys. It's just nuts to me that, like, 30 of you just mindlessly clicked on, you know, the options were tweet at us or no seriously, just tweet at us. And uh, I'd say most of you didn't, which is uh, pretty pretty upsetting. So do better, please. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it got some fun responses in there had some fun fun stuff there but seriously guys we like hearing what you guys uh what you think we thought it would be a fun one but still got some good answers in there totally so the, this time we're looking at three video game themed episodes this is a strange but surprisingly common theme for nicktoon episodes specifically we're looking at jimmy neutron for the very first time danny phantom and fairly odd parents this is also our 20th episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to our ramblings for 20 weeks now. Woo! We've yet to miss a Friday night release, so hopefully let's keep going. 20 weeks straight. Here's to another 20 more. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now let's get started. From the Nicktoon Animation Studio in Hollywood. Hollywood, 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 Hollywood. Our first video game-themed episode is from Jimmy Neutron. It's Season 1, Episode 13B, and it's called Ultra Sheen. In this one, using Jimmy's newest invention, Sheen travels inside his favorite video game to meet his hero, Ultra Lord. But when he ends up on a challenging level, Jimmy and Carl manage to save him from it. There's some some interesting dynamics we have here where uh, Carl Carl is something, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> It's a great episode for all three of them. I know we already did our Three Amigops episode, but but I feel like there's a great, genuinely funny moment for all three of the Three Amigops, Jimmy, Carl, and Sheen. This is a really interesting episode. We we get a little bit more insight on Ultra Lord and Sheen's relationship to Ultra Lord fandom, which is I don't want to say excessive because I don't want to like shame, you know, like like what you like, but it's pretty in-depth. <laughs> I would say it's about as in-depth as it can be. And, you know, again, not, not trying to shame people and, you know, I've, I've nerded out about plenty of things. I've spent hours sifting through Wikipedia pages, but I think that in Sheen's case, it might kind of take priority over anything else in his life, which, yeah. you know, might be pushing it a little bit. Oh, man. But so basically, the concept of this episode, as Ashley explained, Jimmy has an invention that lets him put him and his friends directly into their favorite video games. And how this works without the video game somehow being made to fit this, you know, kind of blows my mind. I can't really wrap my head around it, but Jimmy found a way. Yeah, it's it's like some really advanced VR going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Really, really advanced VR. This is like the the future dream. But he also has has a caveat here, and it's that in order to exit, you have to win because it's a prototype. So if you don't win the game, you're just stuck in there forever. Which seems like a pretty uh pretty rough loophole. I know I've definitely spent like some hours trying to beat a level of a game, but I I can see that being pretty stressful if you know that you are actually there yeah, and it's it's a great way to raise the stakes quickly, you know? It's hard in these 10, you know, 20-minute episodes to really get that sort of life-and-death feel that makes you tune in. Um, and they do it well in this episode. Jimmy Neutron 
as much as I love it, doesn't always raise the stakes very well. <laughs> um, but I think they do a good job of it here because we have the classic sort of Carl comes in late and Jimmy and Sheen are already inside the game and he thinks that it's that it's fiction, that it's, like, characters of them in the game and not actually them. So Carl just completely obliviously keeps screwing them over and screwing them over, setting the level higher, make just doing everything he can to mess this up. Yeah, he... Oh, God, I... I he comes in there and he's like, Oh my God, level one, that's for babies. Let's try level seven. And then... There's a moment where Ultra Lord is there, kind of blocking them off with his shield. And then he's like, oh, those shields look kind of strong. I better drain them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and, well, so before Carl comes over and starts playing, uh, as, uh, kind of working against Jimmy and Sheen, who are already in the video game, he's looking through other video games that he could possibly put himself into, and he looks at, he considers for a moment ninja llamas in space, and we both decided we really, really want to play this game. <laughs> ninja llamas in space sounds like one of the best things that's ever happened. Wait, also, real quick, I'm just remembering, and we didn't talk about it, and it's, it's not that big of a deal, but the very beginning the of baloney. it opens up with Carl and Sheen discussing whether or not baloney grows on trees. Yeah, that's just sort of a little, we get a little snippet into what their regular conversations are right, are up, are like when there isn't a scheme going on or some sort of plot. They're just sort of bantering about whether baloney gro grows on trees. Yeah, I forgot, there, there was another argument. It was either that it grows on trees or some other equally ridiculous right. item. Just, just throwing it out there. We, I, I just like that it gives us this kind of, this kind of moment between Carl and Sheen and mm -hmm. their sort of interactions, and their interactions minus Jimmy as well. Right, because we don't get a ton of that. Yeah, they, they get some places, yeah, but... Yeah, so he, he has his... He ends up deciding that Llama Palooza is a game that he would want to play out of all of his Llama games, which are just entirely Llama-themed. I guess in, in Jimmy Neutron World, there's just infinite... Llama games. <laughs> so many llama. Or I guess Carl, of course Carl would have all of the llama-related games, too. Yeah, but, like, how many how many llama games do you think there are in the real world? I don't know, maybe there are some. Maybe maybe people make some llama games. I, I'll have to look into that. There's, I feel like there's got to be at least one, like a Nintendogs knock knockoff for, like, $3 at GameStop, you know? Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. People do like their various animals, but... Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this plot is actually one of the best, I think, of Jimmy Neutron's. It's believable given the set of rules they set up. Obviously, the whole video game concept isn't quite believable, especially in the time the episode was made. But with given that set of, of circumstances, things happen pretty logically. And it's kind of scary, too, the like dramatic irony of... Jimmy and Sheen are trapped in the game, and at first I thought, oh no, I'll bet they can't talk to Carl. But they turn to the screen and they go, they figure it out. They're like, we're level seven. Oh my god, Carl, stop. You, Carl must be uh, operating the game. And Carl just goes, wow, this is so realistic. They're even talking to me. So for all intents and purposes, they can't communicate with Carl because he's a moron. <laughs> yeah. And I do, I do love all of the three of you up in their own way. But oh, yeah. Oh, god, Carl. Carl, come on, do you, do you think at all, I mean, thankfully, and this isn't intentional, but he's, you know, he's messing with this game, and then he's like, you know what this game doesn't have, though? Llamas. And I guess we find out that this, this, uh, invention that Jimmy has also has the ability to combine video games. It's like modding, almost. Yeah, he, like, throws in the game, and then, like, they can just, you know, also have llamas in their game. <laughs> but they're, in the meantime, they're trying to find these uh, power crystals or something to try to power themselves up so that they can be... I, I forget, what's the, what's the robot's name? Like oh, it's a uh, robo... No, not Robocop, it's robo-something. Robo yeah, Robofiend. Very creative naming. <laughs> yeah, that's Ultra Lord's arch-nemesis. And honestly, the, the game they're in, pretty weak plot. It's yeah. Just there, and then, like, 
You gotta beat Robo Fiend. That's it. And I love how how we, we cl it's so clear how often Sheen plays this game. He says, uh, Ultra Lord, when, when the game starts up, he says, uh, oh man, what, he always says, would you like to be my battle buddies? And Sheen whispers to him, he always says that. <laughs> I also, also like, as soon as, I, I forgot, it's, it's some move that Robofiend does, and he's like, he doesn't get that one until level five. I don't understand. Like, he, he knows this game inside and out. Right. And I, I do want to take a moment. Valuable for them being able to get out. Right. I want to take a moment to talk about Carl, because it's such a great episode on his, his end. Um, one thing I didn't really notice until this watch through is how Carl's facial expressions and body language are pretty much always hilarious. They're so, he's just, he moves like a, an alien trying to be a human. It's, it's great the length they go to, to, to physicalize this character. You know, part of me says that maybe sometime we should try a Carl episode, because he, I, I know that there's an episode where we get some insight into his family too. And they are weird. Yeah, they are. He's a gem. He's a national treasure, and it would totally be worth digging into anyway. him a little more. Uh, the, the resolution of this episode, actually, though, does come thanks to uh, thanks to Carl a little yeah. bit here. And it, it's a mixture of Carl's love of llamas and Sheen's excessive knowledge. Because uh, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> why wouldn't it be? And uh, he, he mentioned some very specific... He was, like, in the... The Canadian only director's cut version of such and such episode. Uh, we find out that you are lactose intolerant. He just takes the lava milk, just squeezes it right on him. It's perfect. It's all the dominoes are set in place and she knocks him down. And it is thanks to Carl, unknowingly, as these things usually go. And, uh, as they're leaving the game, Sheen says, uh, there's no way I'm ever playing that game until next week, which I think is my same dude. <laughs> my dude same. It's week 20 and I'm still messing it up. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, I feel like, I feel like we've all, we've all had those, or I know for me, for a while, I had this problem, and honestly not, not any time in recent years, but I was like, I would play The Sims. And I would get, like, way too invested in playing The Sims. And I would spend, like, hours sitting there playing The Sims. And then I would, like, completely delete it from my laptop. And I'd be like, I'm never doing that again. And the same cycle recurs, like, five times. I have, like, a bad addiction to sports video games where, like, I'll play... Sh I I'm obsessed with playing entire seasons in as short a period of time as possible. So I'll put on, like, a football game, make it two-minute quarters, and just play for, like, three hours. And I remember I... Uh, got tackled it, like an inch from the end zone in the Super Bowl, and I just turned off the game and was like, I turned to my roommate and I was like, I'm done with this game until tomorrow. <laughs> and it was like literally that exact moment with Sheen. <laughs> <sighs> uh, very too human almost. <laughs> uh, Sheen is great. He's he's grown on me. I still have no interest in watching Planet Sheen. We'll probably have to eventually. But, yeah, but uh, I think I think maybe sometime we'll do like a spin-off look at because there's there's a few of them that came up just to just to give them a a glance. I I can say that I don't like to judge things before I've seen a single episode, but it's hard with certain concepts right. for me not to. But I would like to you know give it its its fair try so I can decide if it's as bad as I kind of anticipate it being. <laughs> Totally. But so to wrap up this episode, they uh the three amigops exit the lab and uh Well no no no. Carl stays in Lama Palooza. Right, Carl stays in Lama Palooza. He which is fair, I think he did even though he messed a lot of things up, he he deserves his fair turn, like the other two, you know? Yeah, um so and llamas yeah. are pretty much like that's his like three man. Might as well let him live it out of it. So he's in paradise, hanging out with these llamas and uh, Jimmy and Sheen Exit the lab, leaving Carl, and uh, Sheen turns to Jimmy and says, Got any baloney? <laughs> a great callback to the beginning. Kind of just silly, like, classic stuff. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I Me thought it too. was a fun premise. We said get fun views into these characters, have good lines, and it's just, it was very enjoyable. I completely agree, and I think uh, there's no better way to kick off our 20th episode than with, like, four 
comically over-the-top side tangents throughout this segment. It's <laughs> it's going to be a good episode, folks. Oh, we've got more of them coming. Dude. Oh, Don't yeah. Worry about it, kids. <laughs> coming up next, you've got an episode, our first episode discussed about Danny Phantom. Our second episode is from Danny Phantom. It's season one, episode 12, entitled Teacher of the Year. And in this episode, our first Danny Phantom episode ever on the show, Danny and his friend Tucker become obsessed with an online game. Um, As a result of this and Danny's obsession with the game, he doesn't get enough sleep and he fails a test. So the the episode is this kind of give and take with the, the seemingly mean Mr. Lancer, who we find out as the episode goes on isn't such a bad guy after all. And his... Friend Sam is also in the picture, and of course, the evil Technus who escapes into the video game and tries to take over the world by using his ghost powers in the online game. This one's got a little bit of a different concept than the other one. They're, they're in the game, but more so in the sense that it's just uh, it's just like an online, I'm assuming it's like a massive multiplayer online game. Um, based on how it seems to be structured. And, yeah. But their characters are still shown, like, physically in the game. And Danny's using this cool, like, uh, helmet that makes it so he's, like, you know, virtual reality playing. But it's not quite as in the game as the last episode. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely an MMO because they they start the episode whining about how nobody but, El- but us has a clue about how to play this game. And another quote, there are too many unqualified players. <laughs> so that's they're like... So, that's just so classic MMO player. And they're 14, yeah, too, <laughs> so they're that classic. No offense to any 14-year-olds who are listening. I'm sure you're not like those other ones, but those, uh, like, Xbox-playing, expletive-shouting kids who play on, uh, like, Halo back in the day. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, and in their defense, it seems that they do have a pretty decent handle on this game, but yeah. they're perhaps a, a bit more arrogant than needed. But there is, I, I forget the name of the the player, which we eventually find out is somebody else, but... But there's this one player that's really, really good at this game, keeps destroying them constantly. They're like, oh man, they're so good, oh my god. But anyways. Yeah, so that's an important setup. And uh, yeah, I mean, the theme song's a banger. The music in this show is great. Um, I'm glad we're finally getting around to it, because it's pretty good. It's uh, It sticks to that Butch Hartman sort of fairly odd parents type animation they don't even try to stray away from it at all which i kind of like um i feel like there's a decent amount of parallels between this show and my life as a teenage robot because the episode is half super high stakes gotta save the world kind of stuff and the other half is just like tedious normal high school stuff so like in this episode it's save the world from an evil ghost oh and pass your test yeah yeah i do see i do see the parallels there sure and uh we do see his struggle of course in, in this one he does cause it himself too right which is common but he ends up staying up until 5 30 in the morning playing this game and i've definitely been there but like dang that's rough usually i like i'll hit the two or three mark and that's when i'm like okay enough is enough let's let's call it a day but 5 30 i feel like in high school i usually wasn't that bad at least not on a school night maybe i was just a nerd I mean, 5.30, the sun is, like, almost coming up. That's nuts. But he he goes in there, and he just, like, falls asleep. He, like, doesn't even try to, like, do anything. I'm pretty sure he just falls asleep, like, on the exam. Which, I don't know. I, I guess if he didn't sleep until 5.30, that's valid. Or if he didn't sleep at all at that point, I don't know when he has to go to school. But I would assume minimal to no sleep. I guess that's somewhat valid but come on Danny and he does the classic we've all been there you're nodding off in class and your head drops towards the desk and it wakes you up but Danny being a ghost he he turns into his like ghost powers and his head falls through the desk and that wakes him up which I thought was kind of a a fun little gimmick yeah uh, yeah and uh so Somehow or another, Ghost Portal ends up opening up and Technus is around and uh, they decide, well, Tucker and Danny decide that they're going to fight Technus and they're like, Sam, 
you know, you should probably sit this one out. You don't really understand this this game where we're playing this like that video game, and like you you wouldn't get it. Just blatant sexism. Yeah, just pretty terrible. And Sam's like pretty obviously annoyed. She's she's getting like pretty annoyed while they're they're sitting there. They're really not doing that well, to be honest. They're they're doing okay, but they're not they're not destroying Technus very well. Well. Technically, they do end up winning the fight in a sense, in a very wrong sense. Yeah. We have, and, yeah. and go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, he, they, they like go through this fight, they do some things, they kind of uh, try to, you know, recreate moves from this video game, and then they, Technus like goes on this speech about how he's like, oh, I can power up there, or I can level up there, and then he self-destructs, and Danny's just like, oh, I guess we're done. Cool. Brilliant. And we, the, you getting into, I'm skipping ahead a bit, but uh, the sexism angle reminds me of our first really good hashtag wrecked in a while, where Tucker is once again telling Sam that she doesn't have what it takes to play this video game well, and Sam says, And us girls are lacking in what? Opposable thumbs? One-track minds? Stupid berets? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's... It's... Great. She's... She's awesome. I yeah. love Sam, honestly. She's a strong female character, and, uh... You know, not the protagonist of the show, but she's definitely a lot of personality, and she's definitely not uh, afraid to voice out about it you know she's she's not here to take any crap yeah yeah yet another strong and feisty gray delisle character she's just excellent yeah and we again jumping ahead a little bit we do find out i don't remember exactly how this one comes up but we do find out that she was the player all along that has been destroying them day by day and she's actually great at this game, and I, I like that, uh, you know, that kind of a twist there, that she can she can be good at these video games, too, you know? Girls can be gamers, too, okay? <laughs> and it's not the only twist that happens in this episode. We've got one, we'll, one more big one for you at the very end, but we'll get there, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Basically, Technus is going through with Tucker through all the levels, and... Tugness finds out that he can use his ghost powers within the video game. And I guess if you win, which th th there's like a lot of weird parts of this because it's an MMO, right? But then there's like also like these levels that you have to go through. Right. It's like a weird combination. The writers and, clearly hadn't, you know, played one. Right. And then, and then you win the game, which is also not really something that happens. I mean, like <laughs> right. rounds and stuff in games that you don't win, like you can't, win anyways but if you win the game by getting all these keys then you get to be like the ruler of the internet or something I, it's unclear we also have so then we're introduced uh well we are introduced because it's our first danny phantom episode to danny's parents and they're talking they're kind of scolding him for this whole test nonsense and uh she's saying we're uh we're fentons you know we get uh what, what, Fenton's yeah, get A's. Fenton's get A's. Or in your father's case, B-minuses. And then her, her his dad says, solid B-minuses, which sort of sent us on this quandary of, is a, is a solid B-minus, like, south, so, like, southwest, as opposed to south, southwest? Like, you, it's a B-minus, but it's a solid one, but doesn't solid imply it? It's, it's like a solid B? This, I, I haven't stopped thinking about this. Yeah, because, because, I mean, usually, depending on how, you know, different schools set them up in different ways, but there's like a, I don't know, like a two to three percentage range on minuses and pluses, right? right? And on all, all of these, like around three percent each, more or less. So I feel like you can't, I guess like three percent is still like a decent spread. Yeah, but if I feel it was like, like, like right in the middle, you know? Right. Like an like, 81 if it, or 82 if it were 81 to 80 or something. But I, just, or I feel like that's kind of a stretch to yeah. call that a solid... Yeah. B minus. Like, I feel like there, there's not enough of a leeway there for it to be called that. But, you know, <laughs> you know. We just, we we had to overanalyze the simple joke, as we always as, do. As we do. As as we do. And actually, it comes up again 
because Danny gets a 91 on his test. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. And he calls it a solid A minus. That is distinctly not a solid A minus, I would argue. Yeah, 90. Yeah, that's true. That's like right on the brink. Unless the joke is that they're they're sort of overinflating their self their but sense of self worth. I guess they're just trying to make it sound good. We're being ridiculous per <laughs> usual. This is why you guys love us, right? Because please, these, please love these us. Conversations, right? But so we have to talk about the moment that pivots the entire episode. Where oh my god, it's it's something. <laughs> where Mr. Lancer calls a struggling Danny to his desk and says, "You know." Uh, he, he tells him this story about his sister that he never gets to see. And we see this picture of a woman in a dress with chest hair and a beard. And I'm like, oh, what's going... What, where are they going with this? Yeah, it looks strikingly like uh, Mr. Lancer himself. Strikingly so. Yeah. You think that, I guess, you just kind of accept that he has a really hideous sister. And, and then he, he says, you know, like... Maybe this will help you realize that, like, teachers' lives are hard. And Danny comes back with this, I'm 14. I don't really care. <laughs> so, <laughs> so real. <laughs> but Absolutely. We, we, you, can, you can talk about the resolution of the whole sister situation, though, if you want. Yeah, so then it is revealed to the camera in the audience, not to Danny, that it is just <laughs> Mr. Lancer in a he's like, why can't they tell that it's me in a dress? Why don't they ever realize that's me in a dress? It, it's so weird. What a roundabout way to do that. He could just make up a story about a sick relative or do the sister thing without a picture. No one's going to not believe you. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting idea of a setup, man. Also, the fact that he would have to get into a dress and stuff. to Go to like a Sears and get that photo taken. Yeah, it's. It's a concept, man. It's also it's who, not even that inspiring of a story, honestly. No, I just can't my see my sister all the time. Like, I can't <laughs> see my family all the time, and I'm okay, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've got, yeah, I, it's, you know, that's rough, but. And also, what, what kind of adults take solo pictures of themselves for, like, people to frame, you know? Even if the sister were real, why would he just have an individual, maybe at, like, a wedding or something, but it's not a wedding dress. She's just kind of standing there, yeah. <laughs> what was the occasion of that picture in his fictional world? <laughs> Again, this is why you guys listen to us, right? Just completely right? meaningless drivel, but... That's what we do. We extend hypothetical situations way further than they need to go. Moral of the story is he gets an A on his test because he ends up bonding with him. We have this good moment where they're bonding over poetry because of uh, Danny's apparent realization that, you know, his life isn't all so bad yeah, or it's whatever. A and it's weird. Whatever, but... whatever. And it's, it's a cute moment. It is. Yeah. And it, it kind of shows us the more human side of even though, you know, it's a lie, but... We still see this human side and this caring side of yeah, Mr. Lancer. He's just he, trying he to get to his students. You can you can tell that he cared once and has just kind of been burned out by the system. Yeah, but the fact that, you know, he's willing to stay after school to let a student take a retake, that's obvious dedication to, you know, the student's education. And, you know, that's that's something that I think you should be, you know, in some senses applauded for. Yeah, totally. And just to make one more kind of petty interruption into this episode, uh, Mr. Lancer has a line, there are no cheat codes in school or in life. And at first I was kind of like, okay, yeah. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, nah, there totally are, you know? Yeah, I I mean, I was thinking in, in school for math class, Wolfram Alpha, if anybody, if any of you guys are in a math class, you're struggling to figure out an answer, it, it is the cho cheat code to, like, doing integrals. If I had, like, a triple integral and Whoa. I was like, I don't want to do this, type it into Wolfram Alpha. Done. Five seconds. Nice. That's such a cheat code. That's straight up. Like, it's not telling you guys to cheat, but... <laughs> and in the more general sense, just, like, having a ton of money is kind of a cheat code, or at least playing on easy mode, you know? Not that your life can't have problems, but I feel like there are oh, a lot of cheat codes. certainly makes things easier. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> good, good advice to <laughs> give a student, I guess. Back to it. No more tangents, guys. We got yeah, this. We're gonna we can, we're we gonna finish this episode guys. eventually. And so like, it, we we get back here. Technus is using his ghost powers. He admits he's Technus, and 
Tuck is all like, oh my god, no way, and he admits that he's trying to, like, destroy the world, so everybody's in, uh, and Danny gets out of his test. He ends up using his ghost powers, speeding back through, so they're all together in this video game, and, uh, they, they're basically just trying to beat him. Honestly, I don't remember the exact conclusion. I know that Sam knows this really cool cheat code. Yeah, that's basically how. Yeah, and she, uh, she saves the day, essentially, and Technus is defeated. We have this great line where he goes, I, Technus, blah, blah, blah. It's Gilbert Gottfried, the parrot from Aladdin, with that, like, shrill, awful high voice. He's talking about how he, uh, blah, 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 all these titles, and uh, Danny goes, more like master of long-winded introductions. <laughs> I don't know why that just stuck with me through the years from the first time I saw this episode. David- it's valid, though, he... He goes on. He also goes on on. this thing where he's apparently, it's weird because he's like a tech guy, right? But he has like the most outdated lingo of all time. Right. You think, you think, right? If you're like in the technology stuff, you just go on the internet, learn all the new lingo and be done. But no, apparently, apparently tech, this is behind at the times. Yeah, he goes, how would the kids say it today? Far out? And you're like, Uh. no, no, they would not. Anyways. Uh, so they they ultimately, they try to f- beat the game once they stop Technus. They grab the seven silver keys to the apocalypse. They're about to get the last key. And then the teacher Lancer, or a, a, a mysterious <laughs> player, blasts who them. Who who it could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sort of gave that away too quickly. But <laughs> he blasts them we, we and they... We blasting away and then we, we you know clip back over to Lancer sitting there and he's like, once again, I, Mr. Lancer, have won this game and he's just shouting about it and then he's like, I've got to stop doing that. <laughs> Me, Mr. Lancer. Yeah, and then of Danny and Tuck and Sam are back in their rooms going, what, who was that? So they never really know what happened. Um, yeah, they just assume that there's a really good player, which isn't wrong, he is a really good player. I guess, you know, we've got that twice that sort of theme of you know unexpected people could have skills that you know true you wouldn't picture them with i guess but it's it's a fun episode yeah it was great i i really do want to get more into danny phantom there are just so many good nicktoons yeah but i i think this is a good first look i'm glad that we're touching on it we'll definitely definitely get more into it there's i feel like every day we say like oh here's this episode and we we should do this episode and then there's there's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah, if someone just wants to give us, like, a ton of money, we'll make you two podcasts a day for as long as you want. Two if podcasts you... a day, Casey? Yeah. I mean, if it was, how like... Much, re... How much money are we talking? How about, like, a hundred grand a year? I would do two okay. podcasts a day for a hundred grand could, a year. I could do two podcasts a day. Anybody want to throw me a hundred grand yeah. a year? We got this. Someone make that happen. <laughs> Until then, we will be anyway. weekly, but every week, like we've been for the last 20. Anyways, on that note, <laughs> I think we've clearly wrapped this up, talked this thing to death. I feel like, no, there's, I've, our, uh... actually, I have one more point. I think we should just really dig into the deep literary insights of this episode. I can't. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep this this podcast going along. And you want to throw it to chaos. Next up, we'll Fairly Odd Parents Bye. <laughs> Our next episode is from Fairly Odd Parents. It's season one, episode 1B, and it's called Power Mad. Yeah, and this one, Timmy is tired of his games being way too childish, so he wishes for the most challenging video game ever. And this ends up causing some power issues and. There's, there's a couple of problems that we get in there, but Chester and AJ end up coming over unexpectedly, entering the game, and apparently if they lose in the game, they are actually dead. This is this is the most high stakes of all the ones that we've listened to. They like your lives in this game are your lives. Kind of kind of dark. But uh ultimately there's there's some things where Cosmo and Wanda have to deal with the, the power surges, but they eventually do make it make it through this this interesting game. I think I think this is my favorite of the three episodes from today. And we're going to get into some of our like favorites and best ofs and top five lists. But I have to say, this is going to be on 
most of my Fairly Odd Parents top lists because it's it has what more could you want from an episode of Fairly Odd Parents? It's just that good. It's honestly phenomenal, and to think this is only the second episode, right? I mean, within episode one, but the second created episode of the series and mm-hmm. they they got their stuff together man and, and we, we've definitely watched some not as outstanding episodes i would say of fairly obvious this one's this one's phenomenal there's so many lines that i missed as a kid so many things i i felt like i couldn't type my notes fast enough for this one to get all of the jokes that were happening right off the bat timmy's in this this game he's fighting against bunny ninjas yeah and, uh, which I guess, you know, maybe that's... Similar to the llama ninjas. I was gonna say. <laughs> and they're throwing these carrots, and Cosmo right away says, that's double the daily recommended supply of beta carotene. <laughs> I died. I literally... Brilliant. Oh, God. And, and I like, again, this, this sort of smart, but still ridiculous and stupid character thing going on you know he's dumb but in a very smart way his his lines are easy to skip over and for you not to notice the brilliance of them but he still can be this goofy crazy kind of character yep and then we quickly have timmy flashing back uh to real life and he goes whew that was close and cosmo says no this is close i'm chafing and they're both stuck together in the bowl not as fish just yeah classic it just goes boom 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 this show just moves and moves yeah and then timmy decides he's fed up with this he's not up with this funny fuzzy bunny madness and he says i i don't remember the exact lines but it's like i want a game that's so challenging that whatever whatever a game that you can't wish yourself out of and then cosmo says that wish is just vague enough to work which is a common theme in this in this episode Mm-hmm. But it's great. Oh, I love it. This is such a great... Uh, so then we switch to Chester and AJ. Uh, so Timmy's in the... He starts playing this game that they make up for him. And uh, Chester and AJ are outside and they're walking around and they uh, they just go into his house, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they see the power surge and they're like, oh, that means Timmy's got a new video game. They just go in. <laughs> They have this great line. I forget if Chester or AJ says it, but it's Timmy always goes to the bathroom at six thirteen. Yeah, that one's AJ, and I forget what time uh, Chester comes back with, but he's like, "Oh, you know, he's always struck me as a such and such or wizenator," and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> They're great. I think Chester and AJ are an underrated element of the show. Definitely, and I, I feel like they haven't shown up too much in the episodes we've looked at. Not honestly. yet, no. Till this one. But, but they, they come in, they throw on, again, we've got these virtual reality helmets, we, we throw them on, and they're they're just in the game. That is that is what is happening, and they can pull their helmets off themselves and get out of the game, but obviously they don't understand, you know, the full uh, weight of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me, it's not quite as dire, but the, Wanda says, you either win the game or you take off your helmet, which is so close to the line in Game of Thro- in a Song of Ice and Fire. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die, which is basically what happens if you don't know to take off your helmet in this kind of messed up concept for an episode. Yeah, the, the fact that you're just gone and dead, if you're... And, of course, we did have a similar situation with Jimmy, and that you're stuck in the game, but you can replay the level. You know, they, they could reset the level. You just right, have to win, eventually. Right. This one, it's like, if you, if you don't win or quit, like, you're gone. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the most messed up one. So Vicky comes over and decides she wants to plug in, or Vicky is there babysitting Timmy, and she wants to plug in everything she can into Timmy's house. and um, But there's no power. So she's watching TV, and Cosmo and Wanda, because of the power surge, because of Timmy's game, they have to f- pretend to be TV shows at, for every time Vicky changes the channel. And it's one of the funniest sequences of the show I've ever seen. Oh my god, I was dying. It it starts out, I think the first one, it's like a, it's a black and white sitcom kind of deal, and he walks in and he's like, Wanda, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> 
she's like, even though that's not the way everyone says explaining, I respect your choices and your decision on how to say it as you wish. (laughs) (laughs) So bizarre. It's just a ridiculous concept. Then they go to the weather, and she, or the news, and Wanda goes, and here's Cosmo with the weather. And he goes, I thought you said feather. And he's got these ridiculous glasses, and he's holding the feather. And I didn't really laugh at first, but then the camera kind of stays on him for, like, three seconds too long. And he's just kind of grinning, looking at the feather. Yeah, he also, like, grins, like, more. After he said, <laughs> yeah. I thought you said feather. Just, like, the stare. Beautiful. Beautiful. And then we... There's a, a segment where he's on one of those, those I don't know, I don't even know what you call it's these almost like Nori. Like a talk show. Like, like you married strange. your car? Yep, and now my kids get 17 miles to the gallon. Like, they just have these crazy setups. They're just being ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. I think, I think my favorite one is we have this dramatic narrator talking about, you know, Cosmo singing the classics that will warm your heart and things like this. And then we just hit him in with, There was a father. <laughs> I died. I lost it. This episode is a great early example of how Cosmo and Wanda will just go the extra mile for Timmy. They'll do whatever it takes to step up and keep him, you know, and all of his ridiculous wishes safe. Yeah, as, as to me says, you guys never do anything halfway, do you? And they're like, nope, we're two halves of a full idiot. Which is very true, and Wanda's luckily just competent enough to get them through. Yeah, but honestly, Cosmo's got some moments. He came up with a TV idea, yep. and he does come up with the next idea, which is him running on this sort of a treadmill as a yep. hamster to, you know, keep the, the power running. Yeah, he's extremely creative, you gotta give him that. And yeah. uh, then the last TV show, uh, he Cosmo just says, it's a show about nothing. How do we know when it's over? And then Vicky turns the TV off. If he's like, I know. <laughs> uh, and so we go back into the video game, and it's, it's actually, it's kind of, it seems, it, it, there's some cool, cool levels. There's one that's like his Aunt Gertrude's house. There's mm-hmm. also this joke where her aunt... She's like a crab, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, giant crab. And she's like, "Let me pinch those chubby cheeks of yours." And she's like, "I hope she means my face." And then he finds a Wanda coin, which is an adorable part of this game, where Wanda actually comes in once he gets the coin, and she goes, "I'm a Wanda coin," blah blah blah. And uh, he goes, "I wish I had cheeks of steel." She goes, "I hope you mean your face." And says, "I do." <laughs> fun but they they go through timmy ends up catching up with aj and chester and he's like guys you don't understand we have to get out of this game and they're like why it's not like if we lose in here we're gone forever and he's like uh yeah and he, timmy decides it's better not to tell them which i i i understand i don't know if i would have done the same thing but then Ch- chester just says well i still have three lives and aj pushes him off the level yeah, just pushes him off the edge straight to death I mean, he obviously, he doesn't know right. that this is as high stakes as it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just so unnecessary. And then we get to the, like, boss level eventually, which is Vicky as a babysitter, but she has, like, spikes on her robot butt, and she keeps trying to, she keeps trying to sit on them. And she has the, the immortal line, fear my sitting butt. <laughs> yes. It's beautiful. And, uh... Then there's this moment she's just about to sit on both Chester and AJ and we get this almost tear-jerking moment. Timmy just jumps in, pushes them both out of the way, and sacrifices himself. And obviously, again, they, they don't get the weight of this, but he literally sacrificed his own life. Yeah, for it's them. pretty deep. And then but we- as it turns out, conveniently, is that apparently sacrificing your life for your friends in a game, in this game specifically... Gives you enough bonus points that you get an extra life. So he comes back, and then they find a Cosmo coin, and because Timmy essentially dies for a moment there, when he get when he gets the Cosmo coin, Cosmo pops in and says, I'm a Cosmo coin, and boy, am I glad to see you. <laughs> and it's, it's all so cute, and we, we get the return of this line. He says, I wish I had something to stop Vicky, and of course there's the, 
that's just vague enough to work. <laughs> and what it ends up being is that his parents within the game come home and they're like, oh, Vicky, you can go home now. So I thought it was a clever resolution Adorable. to the whole situation. Because that's how his life works. His parents come back and then he has, you know, his parents are pretty incompetent and that's an understatement. But it, they at least aren't needlessly cruel to him and Vicky is. Yeah, and it's, uh, that's more or less what, what happens then. They all get out of the game. They're all safe. Vicky yells at Tibby because everything needs to be rewired. And yeah. and then there's also this this cute ending moment where Cosmo and Wanda feel good about themselves and they're like, hype in and they try and they like, can't you know their goldfish doesn't really work and they're like how about a kiss instead and then Cosmo replies with I'm game and then they kiss and I just thought it was really cute it's such a great episode and I want to take a moment to talk about how weird it is that our episode today is even a theme like all the things these episodes have in common involve video games involve a very specific kind of virtual reality very dire consequences. In Jimmy Neutron, you could get stuck in the game essentially forever if you can't beat it. In Fairly Odd Parents, you literally die. And in Danny Phantom, a ghost is trying to take over the world in the video game. And it's this sort of, in reality, not in reality, all three of them have very similar, like, shockingly similar concepts. Yeah, very similar concepts, but I would say also still distinct enough that, like, I didn't feel like it was getting monotonous. Agreed. Like, I, felt like, I felt like each one had a fresh take on it, but it, it was cool that this is such a common concept. I remember when I was, like, reading through, I was like, oh, my God, this keeps happening. It's not just, like, they're playing video games or talking about video games. But, again, this high-stakes video game playing, really cool. I, I'm i I'm pretty happy with, with all of these. I think they were all very exciting. I agree. This was a great round of episodes. Hopefully it was a good enough episode to uh, commemorate our 20th episode. And when we get back, we're going to have some trivia. Alright, here's our trivia section. The current standings are Casey with four, Ashley with three. This is our Nick trivia segment in which we ask each other a question every week. One point per question answered correctly. It goes until the end of time or whenever we decide to stop. First up is Ashley asking me her question. Yep. Alright, so my question for you is which of these games was actually available in a modified playable form on Nick.com? A... Power Surge, B, Palooza, C, Ultra Sheen, or D, Doomed, which is the game from uh, Danny Phantom. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, so they're all, no Fairly Odd Parents related ones. No, Power Surge. That's Power cool. Surge, it's the game. A, Power Surge, Palooza, Ultra Sheen, or Doomed. As much as I hope it's Palooza, I'm going to rule that out right away. Power Surge? I feel like they weren't really doing that many Flash games that early. It was like 2001. So, I've, years have gotten me points in this trivia, so hopefully that'll help. So, what are the two I've narrowed it down to? Um, Ultra Sheen and Doomed. Doomed is the name of the game from... I'm gonna go with Doomed. I feel like Danny Phantom had an absurd amount of Flash games associated with it. that's your final answer? That is my final answer. That is incorrect. It actually was Power Surge... It was a terrible Flash game. I, I, it's not even available. Like I, I couldn't even find it to play anymore because it's not compatible with the current level of Chrome. I found a video of somebody playing it. It's atrocious. Oh, it's like I'm the gonna... most basic Flash game ever. But I, I thought it was great that they have it. No, that's awesome, and that's a great question. I'm actually fine with getting it wrong because now I, I just really want to check that out. Yeah, I, and I thought it was something that you could... Palooza, I figured you would know was wrong, but had to have four answer choices. You know, you know. If only, though. That's the one I... If the answer, if the question was, which do you wish was real, <laughs> I would say Palooza. Or the right. Ninja Llamas. Okay, now it's time for my question. It's a very short and simple one this week. Um, so mine is Jimmy Neutron themed. We talked a little bit about Sheen and his antics, so just a straight shot. What is Sheen's last name? Is it A, Juarez, B, Hernandez, C, Perez, or D, Estevez? Oh, God. I know this comes up enough times for it to be relevant to. But few I, enough I where it's tough. It, it doesn't, like, it's not frequent. It's not, 
Yeah. Can you read them again? Yeah. Juarez, Hernandez, Perez, or Estevez? I'm gonna go with Estevez. Final, Final answer. answer. Final answer, okay. Yeah. Well, that is correct. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> and balance ah. is restored. It is now four to four. Ah, beautiful. I, I, I don't know I don't know which episodes that comes up in, but that just sounded right, so I feel like it's in a couple. <laughs> yeah, it it comes up for sure. Alright, see kids, I'm I'm okay again. Back to the tie and Tune in next week to see me uh, take the lead again. Nice. Up next, we'll have our conclusion with our fun fact, Twitter poll, and preview for next week. Our fun fact for this week is actually both Danny Phantom and Jimmy Neutron themed. The voice actor... Rob Paulson, who plays Danny's dad, is also the voice of Carl Weezer. This one I thought was crazy. I couldn't hear that at all. Totally nuts. If you were like, which two Nicktoons are Nicktoon characters are voiced by the same guy, those would be the last two I would probably pick together. Yeah, honestly, Casey is the one who found this. You could have made that a trivia and I would have been like, LOL, no. (laughs) Oh, you're right. I could have. I would have been like, I... I know it's not that one. Those are way too different. Absolutely not. Great. Then that's the trivia question. You're wrong. Hey, guys, our fun fact (laughs) is that Sheen's last name is Estevez. (laughs) 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 Anyway, we got our Twitter poll as usual. This one, we're going back to our original format because you guys barely tweeted at us. Which game would you play? Ninja Llamas in Space, Llamas vs. Megadingo, or Llamapalooza? These are the three games that Carl looks through and we know we know no more than you do about the contents of the game yeah just just go for whatever whatever sounds most tempting to you I know my option but they all sound like pretty great games I know it'll be a tough choice Mm -hmm. all right next week we will be having an episode in honor of Hey Arnold's 20th anniversary of the first episode airing We, as you guys probably know, if you paid any attention to the show, are obsessed with Hey Arnold, can't stop talking about it, so we figured might as well keep the obsession going with a, you know, nice themed episode there. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.